It's time once again for another episode of We Live on a Planet. I am your host, Patrick. Thank you so much for joining me. Welcome to episode 574 that we're building today. It's Thursday, December 1st, 2022, when I'm recording this one. 2023 is among us. Can you believe it? I cannot believe it. It's 31 degrees Fahrenheit currently in the city of Oswego, right on the lake shores of Lake Ontario. Feels like 18. Highs are going to be about 39 degrees Fahrenheit. Winds are out of the west, 24 miles per hour. Conversion-wise, that's 1 degree Celsius. Feels like negative degrees 6. Highs are going to be about 4 degrees. Winds are out of the west, 42 kilometers per hour. Is that right? I think so. I'm hoping I don't have a ghost in my machine on my Rodecaster Pro 2. When I go to touch my sound or my smart tab, my smart pads, the sound next to it will play when it shouldn't. And uh, I might have to be calling tech support through Sweetwater and and, uh, find out what the heck is going on. I know what else is going on, our quote. And we'll be doing that right when we come back. Stick around. I like this quote. I need to practice this. Most of the quotes that I put out, I put out because I need to hear them for myself. And then I just want to share them with you. This is from Leo Buscalia. If I said that right, probably not. Buscalia. And this is what Leo says, let go. Why do you cling to pain? There's nothing you can do about the wrongs of yesterday. It's not yours to judge. Why hold on to the very thing which keeps you from hope and love? Yeah, let go. I've said it time and time again. You got to let go. It's only heavy if you hold it. And I hold on to things too much. I'll pick up the pain, pick up the past, relive it. I live in the future too much. It's hard to be present sometimes for me. And I'm struggling sometimes. And we all are. We all struggle in our own ways. I realize I didn't even title this one. I'll have to title it when I'm done with the podcast. I usually have that all written down. I am... If it's your first time stopping over, welcome to We Live on a Planet. Just a heads up, this is an unedited, unscripted, unscripted, no, unscripted podcast that is one and done. I don't edit it, and um, so sometimes there's some ums and uhs in there, which some, some people do edit out, but the reason why I don't edit, it's not for laziness. Well, that's part of it. But um, but I also don't because we I we don't edit ourselves in life. We wish we could, but we can't. That's why people put on social media pictures of their perfect little life and their perfect little dinner plate and all that stuff. They want to paint a picture that everything's perfect when it's not. Everything's not always perfect, and the world isn't perfect, and our lives aren't perfect, and so. This podcast is perfectly imperfect, and I like doing it that way. It relieves a lot of stress 
of not thinking, oh no, what did I say? I got to go back and edit that. And it's like, hey, if I said it, I said it. And it's out there. It's out there for the archives. There's some podcasts I wished I never put out at all. I have 574 some odd episodes and there's some that I'm, I cringe to know that I put out, but, but oh well. They're there for the archives and they're there for history. And that's one of the things I like is history. And I like the idea that somebody's going to stumble upon this in 30 to 40, 50 years. And it's going to sound bizarre to them, but yet familiar. And so that's my hope. That's my goals. I have hopes, goals, dreams with We Live on a Planet. And um, yeah, speaking of hopes, and dreams and everything. My wife's website has been getting a lot of hits, which I'm really happy for. She changed up and went Universe Pro. Universe is the the app that I've been using since 2017 to use to make WLOAP.com, which I changed my website up some for the season. If you follow the show, you know that I said I was going to be doing that in autumn. I made it all orange and yellows and some leaves falling. And the other day I changed it up all to whites and blues and for the winter time. And But my wife's website, she's been doing really well. And I reached out to Universe, who I've had the creator of Universe, Joseph Cohen, on my show before in an interview if I had, I don't remember what podcast number it is, but we talked years ago about Universe, and at the time you couldn't even do Universe on the ta- uh, a pad, uh, iPad or tablet or anything, or you couldn't even do it on a laptop. You only could use your phone, and now you can use your phone, and I also think Android as well, which at one time it was only iOS only. And... Um, I reached out to them and asked them if they could feature my wife in a future Instagram story, and they seemed down for it. So hopefully they will. That would be really... See what I mean? I pushed one button, and then another button, the record scratch, wanted to work. I have a ghost in the machine in my Rodecaster Pro 2. I keep checking for updates, and there's not updates for it. So there should be an update soon because I can't be the only one having an issue with this. This thing's brand new for crying out loud. I don't want to be sending another roadcaster back. I had to send one back before, which I have a lot of faith in road. It's a good product, so I hopefully I didn't get a lemon. All right, stick around. We'll be right back. Maybe we'll make some lemonade. We'll be right back. And we're back. Yeah, I definitely have a ghost machine. If I tap on my desk. Oh, now it's not going to do it. Of course, it's going to make me. Oh, yeah. See, I just tapped on my desk. And the record scratch sound went. I didn't even touch the tablet. All right, my roadcaster. I just tapped my desk. Oh, boy. Oh, well. Moving forward. No snow. No snow. We did have some snow, but it's all gone, melted. And it has been so warm here in central New York, right on the lake shores of Lake Ontario in Oswego, New York. And it's not hurting my feelings none. It just makes me think of the bigger picture of what's going on. But um, I feel bad for my 
sled friends, the ones who own snowmobiles, that can't enjoy them. If you live near the Tug Hill Plateau, they have some snow, and Buffalo, I'm sure, still has snow after how much snow they got. They got over 77 inches. And I did a lot of snowmobile riding when I was a kid. I have a lot of fond memories of riding snowmobiles with my brothers and my dad and even my mother back when she used to ride. And we used to get back behind the sled. One would drive, one of my brothers would drive, and the other one of us brothers would get behind on a snow sled, the kind they slide down a hill on, you sit your butt and slide down on. And we would get on that sled and put our knees in the front of the snow sled and hang on for dear life to the back of the snowmobile and get dragged through the yard like Indiana Jones getting dragged behind the vehicle in Raiders of the Lost Ark. And it was fun. We'd have snowmobile suits on, so you'd be all slippery on the snow if you did fall off, and then you'd hang on for dear life. And Oh, man, it was it was fun. It was fun, too, because my brothers and I would do it, and we never tried to, well, at least not that I know of. My brothers weren't trying to wing me off the back. We did it for fun, so we would ride. You'd hang on for a while on the back, one person drive, and then you'd trade up, and the other person would drive. We did a lot of cross-country skiing when I was a kid, too, one year for Christmas. I know I've told you guys for Christmas one year. Back in the 80s, it didn't snow at all, and we had snow skis that Christmas, so we didn't even get to use them. But we went bike riding on Christmas Day. And that could happen this year, too, the way it's looking. I've, I've usually, by this time, I've shoveled quite a few times, and I've shoveled once this year. And it was a wet, heavy shovel, like I was telling you. And, uh, yeah. So my wife... Kimberly and my oldest daughter, Bethany, did some tie-dyeing, which is groovy, like uh, old summer camp type stuff <laughs> and old hippie things. My mom used to tie-dye way back in the 60s and 70s. I remember that, her dyeing fabrics and tie-dyeing with her friend Peggy. But they came out really good, the ones that my wife did and the one my daughter did came out really good. And we're going out there today sometime to visit my older daughter and my wife's gonna tie dye a shirt for me and she has a, a sweatshirt not a hoodie but just a sweatshirt she's gonna do for me and I'm also gonna have my daughter Bethany write out my history of Pengo in my family on the Havsies traditional old school 1982 letterhead that the gentleman who bought Pango, my stand-up arcade game from me, sent me. And it's cool looking because it's from 1982 and he wants it written on that. And my I have really nice printing and handwriting, but I drink too much coffee. And now that I've gotten older, I'm kind of shaky and I don't want it to be shaky on the when I write it. And her printing is exquisite. She has, and she's a lefty, nothing against lefties, but they're just, lefties usually write really different, you know? They have to hold their pen different, and her penmanship is just spot on. 
So I'm I'm looking forward to that and uh, other things and other things that are going on in my life. I'll let you know when we come back right after the break. I got to fuel up on some coffee. We'll be right back. And welcome back. Guess what? I'm still not smoking. Still not smoking. Feeling groovy. I Let me open up the app. I have an app. Quit smoking, it's called. So far, I have been a non-smoker for 16 days. 16 days. So it takes two weeks, I think they said, to break a habit or to create a habit. So I've gone my two weeks. It also tracks how many cigarettes I have not smoked in 16 days. Wait till you wrap your head around this. It is disgusting. It makes me feel gross. And I, I'm a visual guy. I need visual aids. And this app helps me greatly by seeing that I have not smoked in 16 days 482 cigarettes. Ugh. Isn't that gross? 482 cigarettes I have not smoked. Damn. And I've saved approximately $270 and some change. So that right there, I'm saving my life. I'm saving money. Speaking of saving my life and saving money, I also, it makes me want to pull up my Sober Grid app. I'm also sober of alcohol now for seven years, three months, and 11 days. That's 2,660 days sober. And I've saved 79000 79,800. Thank you. <laughs> I couldn't spit that out. Almost $80,000 in seven years I've saved from not smoking. Isn't that? That's one more time. Thank you. Another authentic clapter, clap, clapter, clapping from the audience. <laughs> the studio audience loves it. Uh, speaking of love, I'm feeling the love from you guys. Um, my Spotify, I got Spotify wrapped. The Spotify wrap lets you know how you did for the year. And my buddy Radio Mylar contacted me and told me that he... Um, listened to my show more than he listens to his own show Canadian Politics is Boring which is fantastic show you've heard me talk about Canadian Politics is Boring before and it's really good it's good okay so here's my Spotify rap just real quick I created 1,239 minutes of new content this year that's more than 93% of some other creators in social society and culture category because i'm under the society and culture and personal journal section and then also it says 32 percent i was i'm in the 
It says you are in the top 30% of the most followed podcasts. So I'm happy about that. And then my listener's podcast personality is the enthusiastic. The enthusiast. Thank you. Your listeners are super fans. When they favorite podcasts release, bleh, I can't spit this out and it's written right in front of me. Let me start this again. Your listeners are super fans. When their favorite podcast releases in new episodes, they're among the first to know, going above and beyond to show their support. Thank you. Which is true. Like I said, I have some listeners out there. You know who you are that you support me greatly. And as soon as a new podcast comes out, you're right on top of it. So thank you. Nope. Yes, that's what I wanted to do. The hallelujah. Ghost in the machine. So yeah, I changed my website up. Like I was telling you, still not smoking, feeling groovy. And... I think we will do, uh, did you know, a word of the day, a history channel, and fact site, and a dad joke. So we got more of the show to come, so stick around. And just like that, we're back. The heat may come on. I don't know. You may hear it. You may not. My listeners tell me they can't hear it with my new NTH 100 Road headphones, I can hear everything. So whatever I hear, the recording is going to hear. So if it does pop up, it's just a little white noise. I apologize. It's chilly. Like I said, it's only feels like 18 degrees right now. It's early in the morning, uh, December 1st. All right. Here's a fun fact. The human eye blinks an average of 4,200,000 times a year. Damn. Yeah, isn't that crazy? So that we have, there's our fun fact. And then I wanted to do our dad joke from my book that my wife got me when she was in Georgia. And speaking of wife, here's my dad joke. My wife saw an ant pick up a leaf five times its weight and said, can you imagine being that strong? So I picked up the leaf and said, yes. <laughs> I like it. I like dad jokes. What can I say? All right. What else do we have? How about we head on over to... The History Channel's website and find out what happened on this day in history. In Montgomery, Alabama, on December 1st, 1955, Rosa Parks is jailed for refusing to give up her seat on a public bus to a white man. Man, what a brave, brave woman, Rosa Parks. And that happened way back in 1955, which doesn't seem that long ago. To know that people had to sit in a different part of the bus makes me sick. All right, we can learn from that, though. Also in this day of history, U.S. government 1824 presidential election goes to the House of Representatives 
As no presidential candidate had received a majority of the total electoral votes in the election of 1824, Congress decided to turn over to the president presidential election to the House of Representatives. What else happened? 1990 in Great Britain, Channel makes breakthrough. Shortly after 11 a.m. on December 1st, 1990, 132 feet below it, 132 feet below the English Channel, workers drill an opening the size of a car through a wall of rock. It's no ordinary hole, though. Connect the two ends of underwater tunnel linking Great Britain with the European mainland. Isn't that crazy? Art, literature, and film history. 1945, Bette Midler is born in Honolulu, Hawaii. I didn't know she was born in Hawaii. See the things you can learn here at We Live on a Planet? Here's a sad one. 1958, 90, or, ni- what is that? Yeah, nine, 90 students die in a Chicago school fire. 90 students. 1958, that's tragic. What else do we have? Civil War, American Civil War, 1862. Abraham Lincoln delivers State of Union Address. Invention in Science, 1913. Ford assembles assembly li- Ford's assembly line starts rolling. Man. Hey, it re- his innovation reduced the time it took to build a car from more than 12 hours to one hour and 33 minutes. Can you imagine? It took 12 hours to make one car, and now once the assembly line comes out, one hour and 33 minutes? That's a huge cut in time. No wonder why everybody could own a Ford. He was making them cheap and making lots of them, making them for the masses. Wouldn't that be neat to have a Model T? And then, uh, lastly, American Revolution, 1779. Our first president of the United States, George Washington, establishes winter quarters at Morristown. Morristown, New Jersey. All right. I think that about sums it up and gave us a little wrinkle on our brain. Stick around. We'll be right back. And just like that, we are back. All right, so we did a dad joke. We did a fun fact, History Channel. And now we're at the facts site. And I have three. I don't want to jinx myself, and I don't want to jinx upstate New York or central New York area that I live in. But here's three biggest snow myths that will surprise you. The three biggest snow myths. Snow can make any city look like a wonderland, that's for sure. Not to mention, it can provide easy hydration on the go if it's clean. It's you got to boil it, though. You want to melt it. But there's a lot of misconceptions about snow that you probably don't know. How about this one? No two snowflakes are the same. We've all heard that, right? First, it's a myth that no two snowflakes are the same. In 1988, a scientist found two identical snow crystals that had formed, both formed in a snowstorm in Wisconsin, USA. Science, or excuse me, since then, scientists have come to learn that snowflakes can only form into 35 different shapes. Although scientists 
are also unsure why exactly the various shapes of snowflakes form, they identified eight predominant shapes, with each of these eight shapes having several different variations. So, there's a misconception. Here's another one. Snow is white. You're going to be like, what? Snow isn't white? It's actually colorless. Snow is made up of ice particles, and ice is translucent, which means the light does not pass through easily, but is rather it gets reflected. That is the opposite of glass, which is transparent and, and immensely see-through. When light hits a snowflake, it gets reflected back from the snowflake's many surfaces, often bouncing back these surfaces and becoming of that the light is reflected back to our eyes as the color white. This is why up close or magnified, a snowflake always looks clear, yet in reality appears as white. And lastly, snow always looks white. Doesn't always appear white, not counting the infamous yellow snow that everybody tells you not to eat. But did you know you can get naturally blue snow or even pink snow? Deep snow can sometimes appear blue in color because the extra layers of snow create a filter of light, which causes more red light to absorb by the snow than blue light, meaning it looks blue. Isn't that crazy? Likewise, snow can sometimes appear pink in mountain re mountainous regions or coastal pol polar regions due to a containing cryophilic freshwater algae that have red pigment in them. Isn't that crazy? So we learned a little bit of misconceptions about snow. Hopefully we don't get any snow. And we got another wrinkle on our brain. And I don't think I need to play that song, The Wrinkle on Our Brain. But, uh, man, that went by pretty quick. Maybe that was Jeff Sharkey, car number 66, whizzing by us. I know he's been busy studying. I still got to get him on the airwaves, talk to him. I still got to get a hold of Heidi from Botify and talk to her. And as always, I need to talk to Aqua Spa. I need to visit Aqua Spa. I need to go get my float on, get some salt therapy. Now that I'm not smoking, I can't wait to go into the Halo salt room, suck up all the salt, the crystallized salt that goes in the air. It helps you breathe so well. Get my oxygen bar on, maybe take a sauna. Oh, all that sounds so wonderful, doesn't it? You know what else sounds wonderful? that we are ending this show. I don't know if that was a good transition or a bad transition. Thank you for the most valuable gift you could ever give me, your time. Oh, you know what I didn't give? The word of the day. I forgot word of the day. Let's see if I can pull up word of the day. Um, how do I usually do it? Oh, I know. I do it through Webster's. Word of the day, December 1st. Sandbag. It's a verb. What does it mean? It's usually figuratively. Sandbag usually means to hit or stun 
as if with a sandbag to criticize or treat unfairly or to hide one's true attributes of purpose in order to deceive people, gain or advantage, etc. I can give you an example. Just I just talked about race car drivers. Race car drivers are known to sandbag. And that's where they hold back on their car because they don't want the other drivers to know maybe what they have. So when they're out there practicing, they're sandbagging a little bit. And uh, once the race starts, next thing you know, vroom, they're off and gone. All right. Well, I think that just about sums up the show. I Like I said, I appreciate the most valuable gift you could ever give me your time. Thank you so much. You could also help me out by telling a friend about We Live on a Planet and visiting my website, WLOAP.com. As always, you can leave me a voice message. And also, if you're listening on Spotify, you can answer right on Spotify what you thought about the show. All right, my friends. Thanks so much. Have a good one. I will talk to you again real soon. Peace.